All right, welcome back to the 307 Podcast. This is going to be part two of the conversation that we have been having about the Bible. We go in uh, depth on this episode in terms of how to actually study the Bible, read the Bible, and how we do it in our own lives in our everyday routine. So, hope you enjoy it. A little different perspective um, and a different type of conversation. If you haven't listened to the first episode as we begin to discuss uh, the Bible, please go back. It's the one right before this and check it out. This episode is brought to you again by Exoskin. We have been partners with Exoskin for a long, long time. Ever since I first started running, Exoskin supported me and all of my ultra running endeavors, and I immediately fell in love with their apparel. It's the best on the market, and as an added bonus, it's all made in the USA. I absolutely love that. Uh, Exoskin apparel is made with copper fibers woven into the fabric, which significantly cuts down on odor causing bacteria you can <coughs> oh sorry got choked up you can literally run in the same exoskin pair of shorts for multiple days and they don't stink it's unbelievable what they've been able to do the fabric is printed in a way or woven in a way that it channelizes moisture away from your skin thus cutting down on sweat and nastiness it moves moisture away from your skin and to the outer edges of the garment and away from your body so that you don't get all nasty and chafed exoskin is hands down the best stuff out there you get what you pay for exoskin apparel lasts for years i have uh i have shorts and socks that are multiple years old that have thousands and thousands of miles on them and they are still just as functional and comfortable as they were the first day that I bought them. I promise you, you won't be disappointed if you run, if you hike, if you generate sweat, nastiness. Uh, go ahead and get you some exoskin. It's going to help you stay out there longer. It's going to help you be comfortable and uh, go further. So thanks, Exos Exoskin, for supporting the podcast. Check them out at exoskin.us. There is a link to their website in the show notes of this episode and also a pro code that you guys can use at a bare minimum. Get you some dang exoskin socks. They, this is the only thing I'll put on my feet. Yeah, they're that good. All right, guys, without further ado, here is part two as we discuss how we study, read, and uh, attempt to understand the Bible. We talked about the Old Covenant, New Covenant. Now, let's dig into the, the question that I think a lot of people want to know, especially new Christians, maybe even old people who have been Christians for a long time but haven't really been serious about studying Scripture, is where, where should they start? And Chile said they, a good place to start is in the very beginning. And, um, and I just think that the first chapter of Genesis is such a beautiful and logical description of the creation of the universe. Uh, it accounts for time, space, and matter. Um, it's just, gosh, I love it. I never get tired of reading it, so I'm going to read it, just a bit of it for you here right now. In the beginning, there's time. 
There had to be time, right? In the beginning, God created the heaven, there's space, and the earth, there's matter. And it goes into, you know, a depth of description of what it looked like. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And and the entire first chapter of Genesis, to me, is just the most logical explanation of what our simple human minds can comprehend of what the Creator did. I want you to understand something. If we, if we could, God gave us in Scripture what we can understand about Him. We do not, thankfully, we do not serve a God that we can comprehend all the aspects of Him. We just can't. We can't. He gave us what we can comprehend, basically. And he wrote it out in a way in Genesis where, to me, it makes total sense. Um, so I love that as a, as a place to start, at least the first chapter of Genesis. And I think it's an important chapter because it sets the foundation of everything else Yeah. Um, in, in terms of faith. You got to start with that, man. To me, it's kind of hard to read anything else without reading Genesis I mean, like it's hard. It would be hard to study different parts of the Bible without studying Genesis because, to me, at least how my mind would work is always like, well, what happened before this? What happened? How did we get here? You know, like if you just pick up at a certain part, it's like, well, what's the what's the context for this? And there can be no greater context than to when God initially created the universe. Yeah, it's like okay, I can work from that point. Because there ain't nothing before it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So to me, that's why it makes sense. But I know some people are different. And I think as you read, if you choose to start in Genesis, I think you should really take time uh, to to see the logic in in Genesis, in in Genesis' account of creation. I think you should take time to understand the logic and the way it describes it. Uh, One thing that helps you do that Speaking of, um, we should have talked about this even before we said, where do you start? This study Bible that I have, I don't know if you guys read from a study Bible or not, but man, I really love this study Bible from Henry Morris. Uh, Henry Morris was a very intelligent man. I don't know everything about him, but I know I love his commentary on especially uh, the first chapter of Genesis. As you see here, we have two verses, and then we have an entire page (laughs) Yeah. Uh, of commentary describing the logic of the Bible's account of creation. How can you believe, how can you really believe the theory of evolution? How I can't wrap my mind around be- believing the theory of evolution. It is so illogical to me. And so I'm just telling you this to give you context. I have, I have to see some logic in something. There is zero logic in the theory of evolution, at least what I know about it. So that's what I love about Genesis. Where? Okay. Would you guys also start there? 
I think it depends on what you want to, like where you're at. If you maybe aren't even a Christian yet, or if you're a seasoned, you know, it kind of depends on where you're at. If I think the the Gospels are a good place to start to kind of figure out like what is the Bible all about? Who is this Jesus guy? Why you know like that's kind of the it is the cornerstone of everything. So if you want to, if you need to figure that out, then that's a good place to start. Um, but for different people, like Chili said, that they could be seeking the same thing, but for some people, they might need to start in Genesis. But I think if you don't start there, the Gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, are, are a good place to start if this is new to you. But, you know, for me personally, it changes throughout time. Like, there's been a time where I started there. There's been a time where I had read some in the Old Testament, and I was like, man, I just don't really understand the overall picture of, of just what the Old Testament looked like. And so I would use tools like the Bible Project and things and go and just, I'm not uh, studying in depth any one scripture or topic, but I just want to know, like, what is this Old Testament thing from the beginning in Genesis all the way through and the prophecies and, it, you know, the New Testament and Old Testament are even broken down into, into further. We talked about that structure of the Bible, New versus Old Testament, but then... In the Old Testament, you have the what they call the Pentateuch, and then they have the prophecies and uh, uh, there's poetry. Yeah, poetry, and uh, so yeah, there's even more to go into with that. But it really depends on what you what you want to get out of it. Now, right now, I'm reading like I'll read a Christian book that someone else has authored, and uh, I might read a couple chapters of it, and and they're always referencing scripture, and so. I'll pull that scripture out, and then I'll go read the Bible and study more in depth on that scripture. Uh, but I always make it a point to not just read that book that they wrote, right? I always open up the actual Bible because that is the truth. And what's written in the other book is nothing but opinion. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it really depends on what you want to get out of it. And for me in my life, it's changed over time. It's It could be as broad as uh, Chili mentioned earlier, like, what happened from the beginning of time to now. It could be just understanding Old Testament, just New Testament. But I think if you're new to it and you're just starting uh, Genesis or the Gospels would be a good place to start. Well, and, and one distinction that I may actually say something here that's... Please do, Chili. That's worth something. Which say something I, controversial. I, I haven't yet. Uh, but I, this may actually be valuable for me. Maybe. I think one distinction on where you would start is not everybody who hasn't, not everybody's in the same place. Do you believe in God or do you not believe in God? If you don't even believe in God, I would say, like if you're a staunch atheist, I would say reading the Gospels is a bit of a stretch because, I mean, not necessarily, but it could be because you're reading about this man named Jesus who claimed to be God, but you don't even believe God exists. So to me, that would be a disconnect. Like, mm -hmm. okay, well, this guy is saying he's God. I don't even believe God exists. But if you do believe that there's a God, but you're not sure who he is, his nature, then, okay, you know, and you start in the Gospels and you read about who Jesus said he was. But if you don't even believe in God, I would, I would maybe study more of that, like in what Genesis says and then explore that more because to me and i don't think this is the case with everybody but it would be hard to believe what jesus said if you didn't believe that there even was a god 
Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you were if you were like, well, I don't. If someone said I don't believe, if someone said I believe in God, but I'm not sure that Jesus was God or if he wasn't. Well, okay, go study what he had to say, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you don't even believe in God, well, reading what Jesus said, reading the Gospels, you're going to go, well, pfft, I don't believe. I mean, I don't. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so th- yeah. that that's one distinction with that is is if you're, depending on where you're at listening, that may guide your initial reading and studying because of where you're at currently because mm-hmm. um, everybody's in so many different places but um that's just one thing i've thought of yeah and you can get like the uh the concordance like the a book that has all the words you know too yeah. and in a lot of some bibles even have that yeah. uh, uh condensed version of that in there and if you want to study topic topical things like yeah. words or yeah you want to study about faith it'll tell you everywhere in the bible that the word faith was brought up and then you can go bounce around throughout all scripture and just study faith. And so, you know, I think a lot of people might think that they just need to open it up and read this one book or, or this one, whatever in its entirety. And maybe that's the case, but you can study topical too. I've done that plenty of times. And yeah. so, uh, the, and I, you know, I think it's worth saying that all this stuff that we're offering is just us and how we've done it. So it like, that we can't tell you or what's best for you no, or what you no. should do. This is just what's worked for us. And if it works for you, great. But in the ultimately you gotta figure it out yourself. And you know, you might try some of these things, but don't do it because Chili said he does it this way or Chad or whatever. Well, I ain't told you how I do it. Well, thank you for that disclaimer, Blake. I just think, you know I'm just throwing out some what thoughts. uh you yeah. guys say carries a lot of weight with a lot of people and Sometimes if you don't say that, it uh, no, well, could be misleading. That should always be understood because if you if you think that you're going to listen to a podcast or listen to anything that somebody's putting out and you're going to – and you want to know how they did it or wh- what they did or how they think because you, w- you want to know that because you're going to try it, that's a th- – you're starting from a, a, a sandy foundation. Like you can't do that. Yeah, you, you, that will not work. You will not do something the, the exact way that somebody else did it. it there's no way to do it. it, it that's a that's a bad idea in, in any aspect. Whether it's something as trivial as how to run, oh, I want to know what he did so I can so I can run the same. That's not going to work. And and something as serious as studying the Bible, you know, you want to try to do it like somebody else did it. Ain't going to work. So yeah, that's always a disclaimer that should be understood. But um. No, I haven't really said how I do anything. I'm just trying to throw out ideas. And and another thing I'll say on what, what I just said is some people go from not believing in God to reading about Jesus, and that wraps it all together. You know, so people are is in a, quite an array of ways to start. And um, But I think if that's what the question we're trying to answer is, how do you start? I mean, start anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're trying to understand anything, I mean, you just have to start. Yeah, I wouldn't start in numbers. <laughs> well, I was going to say is, you know, there there are different approaches, and I do think it depends. Um, I, I think starting with like the Gospel of John, if you know, if it it feels overwhelming and very technical, and there are all these words, and I don't understand this this cultural stuff. You know, just getting to know who Jesus is in the Book of John is a, a good place to start, but if you ever want to read through the Bible, because then that can give you some context, uh, that can be an incredible thing too, yep. beginning in Genesis. But 
usually when people attempt that, they get bogged down when they get to the book of Numbers or Leviticus and... Um, that's pretty common. Which is so, there for a reason. They're yeah, just not it's, ready it's, it's for that reason. It's actually great books. They just, it's hard to understand, which is understandable. Yeah. But one, um, and there are Bible plans uh, um, you can find online that will give you a reading plan that you can read certain chapters a day and get you through the entire Bible in a year. Some are for two years, uh, a little slower. But there are some reading plans, too, where you can go, you have like a, reading in the morning that's like maybe an old testament reading and then your evening reading is a new testament reading so you go back and forth between each day with old testament and new testament which i think sometimes can help people that stick a little bit better um but i would say whatever you do just do it (laughs) just do it just like what we talk about with exercising running like if you think this is something that might provide value or give you life um don't don't die in the chair, you know, like in in that way too. In that spiritual sense, you know, don't die in the chair, just do it. You don't have to, you don't have to do it perfectly. You can stop and start. You can fail. Um, you can feel confused. You can feel overwhelmed, but just don't, don't, um, don't stop. Just, just try and give, give an effort. Um, and, and do it in little, little pieces, just like we talk about breaking things down into small bits. You know, if it's starting to feel overwhelming, maybe you had great ambitions. I'm going to read the Bible in a year this year. And you get started and then you fail and you miss a couple of days and then you're behind. And you're like, I'm not going to do it now. Well, that's okay. You know, yeah. just pick up where you left off or change course, but don't just stop you know, get back on it and, and, and set little goals for yourself. And sometimes just those little goals are what can keep you going and, and, and make you make it stick. Um, so yeah, so I don't think there's a magic answer, but I think you're not going to get anything if you just don't do it, (laughs) if you Mm -hmm. don't do it. So, um, just give effort, give effort. So you don't have to figure out how to do something before you start it. I didn't know how to run. I didn't figure out how to run before I started I, oh, figured out, I figured out. I figured out. I figured out after I started. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you figure it out along the way. Yeah, yeah. That's how everything works. Mm-hmm. Well, and and maybe, yeah. And I would say too, a, maybe a good uh, thing to consider is doing it with somebody else. It's hard to just like with exercise or running. Like I wouldn't have run and done what we biked and did what we did today if I wasn't with you guys. And so, I think doing things with people, other people is really helpful. I so like that. whether you do it with your family, your family makes an agreement, hey, we're going to do this together, or a friend, a buddy, somebody at work, I don't know. Um, pick somebody and say, hey, will you do with it, do this with me? And not only will that provide maybe some encouragement, some accountability, but you'll probably learn things from each other. I know when I study the Bible with groups of people, um, it's really cool to see, like we could be reading the same thing and it will connect with somebody else in a way that I didn't even, I wouldn't have experienced it that way or even known about it without them sharing it. And so mm. it really can benefit you to do do that kind of thing together as well. I like that. You know what I've always wanted to do? I've always wanted to write the entire Bible word for word. Just copy it down. Copy it down perfectly. You're like an old school Jew, like a, man. Like a monk. He's like a monk. <laughs> like a scribe. <laughs> he's, like, a, he's a Protestant, isn't he? A scribe. <laughs> yeah. That's what, you know, that's what they had to do back in the Dizay. They had yeah. to write down the Bible you or know, the Torah. You know, if you lost a little more hair on top, you'd look like a monk pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. That's coming. It's coming. Oh, yeah. It's coming. 
What, you being a monk? No, me losing my oh. hair. I don't know if they would ever accept me into the monastery. <laughs> I get a little too vulgar and mean every now and then. Uh, have you ever read Martin Luther? No. You'd love Martin Luther. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you some quotes. Well, he was a Protestant. He don't like Protestants. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Protestants. Um, all right, sweet. I like that. So we got a little, we got a bunch of different uh, conversation there on where would be a, gl- a great place to start. I agree with all of that. I think depending on where you're at, start at the beginning or start at the beginning of the New Testament. One thing you can do is study the parallels between Genesis 1 and John 1. How about that? Mm. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. Yeah. What does that mean? Re- you know, study those parallels. Yeah. That's going back and forth. I mean, just do something. Yeah. If you want to understand it, you got to do something. So what I want to get into now is I, I want I want to get some, I, and again, Blake already gave the disclaimer, but I want to get into tangible examples of how each of us actually utilize study the bible in our own day-to-day lives right so maybe people can pick little things out of it and try them out all right i'll start all right so for me personally um i never personally set a um a length that I need to read. So like the plans that Crystal was talking about, I think those might work great for people. For me personally, that doesn't work. I don't ever have, okay, I'm going to read five chapters today or two chapters today. Because the reason I do that is because I might get hung up on five words and I might study one single verse. I might contemplate that one single verse for a, a week, right? That, that has happened to me many, many times. Uh, so I never set that. Um, I, I open up the Bible. Uh, as far as frequency, I like to read my Bible in the evenings. I like to read a book about the Bible in the mornings. So that's how I study. This is my reading plan every day i get up i read a book about the bible right now i'm reading that book by rc spurl um the how the humans commentary how the humans will plays into salvation so i'm reading that i read that in the mornings at night i read my bible uh and then after that i read a novel usually a western novel um Right now, I'm actually reading about George Washington. That's the last thing I read at night. Um, so, once a day is how often I, I, I look into the Bible. Again, uh, I also do a lot like uh, Blake was talking about as far as studying specific topics, all right? Maybe there, generally, there's something, there's some sort of conflict within myself, there's something that I'm dealing with, whether it's pride or anger or lack of faith or um, whatever it may be, right? And so I simply use, I, I used this last night, all right? One of the things that's on my mind right now is the movement towards, uh, the movement of humanity towards a one world government um, culture, one single global government, right? And so that was the topic that I studied yesterday. 
and I simply went online and I typed in what does what does scripture say about one world government organization? And so that was the topic. I bounced all over the Bible from Daniel uh, to Revelation and read and tried to understand what I could understand about that specific topic. I do that a bunch. Now, other than that, every now and then I will, if there's, if there's not something that's at the forefront of my mind or maybe not a lesson that I'm trying to compose for resurrected or something like that, a lot of times I will just pick a book in the Bible and I'll read it through. The last one that I read through was the book of Job. I read it just like any other book. I started in the beginning. I took my time and I worked through that entire book. Probably the book's not that long. Probably took me a week and a half, two weeks to work through it because I took my time and I really wanted to understand every aspect of that book. And so I do topical, read them straight through. I read my Bible at least once a day. Um, and uh, that's how I that's how I utilize it, guys. Um, what about you guys? Totally unstructured. Um, okay. I mean, I don't have a whole lot to add, but I don't have any structure to it just because I don't. To me, it's like fitting it into a box. It feels like that, you know. If you're like, oh, I'm gonna do it this time every morning. But I should. I mean, not to say like not to say that as if that's dogging doing that because people's lives are so different and sometimes you have to do I want to know what you do. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't do that. Um I don't uh I also don't just read I I never just read. That's why I harp on the original language so much and and different types of study. I don't think just reading the Bible like reading a chapter and not trying to understand it more like just reading it like I've found that if you do that, maybe not everybody's the same way. I mean, it, you might as well like read a read the ingredients list on a box of cereal. Mm. It, it's just like it's just words. It's like as a kid growing up, you were told to memorize so many verses, and I mean, it was like you know reading like I said an ingredients list on a on a box of cereal because mm-hmm. it didn't mean anything. It was just a, an assignment. It's like okay, I'm gonna memorize this and you know if you didn't keep reading it you'd forget it in a month it's like i don't i just maybe that is valuable because you're you're learning it but but like i would like to study it there's a difference to me in reading something and studying it and you know studying it is how you would ever glean much understanding from it i think so so that's why a lot of times you know i think people well, uh, they'll, they'll read a lot in a pretty short amount of time, but like, what have you gotten from that? What have you understood? You know, they may read the entire Bible in a month and I'm like, well, what did you get from it? And it seems to me like oftentimes it's a lot less than what you would have got if you read one chapter and studied it in or one book, um, and studied it every day for a month. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like you could get more doing that and then move on. To, to something else, you know, mm-hmm. instead of just like, I'm going to read it real fast or I'm going to read it five times this year, just all the way through. And it's like, well, okay. I mean, that's good. And you're just, it's not like that's, you're not like you're not getting any understanding or, or, or something from that, but it's like, 
there's a difference to me in reading and studying. So yeah. trying to actually study and understand what you're reading as best as you can, although that's very difficult, seems to be where you really make headway in yeah. attempting to understand it. So, so once a day, twice a day, once a week? No, I mean, not... I don't... It's unstructured. Like, that, there would be... You know, I mean, sometimes you don't do it for very long. Just, I don't know. It's kind of, I guess I just go with the flow on everything. Like, sometimes it's 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 a lot. <laughs> what was your and most recent Bible study like for you? <laughs> I know that's what he's wanting me to say. I don't want to. I mean, I will tell you what I have. <laughs> what was your most recent Bible study like? Julie's like a politician right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, he is. <laughs> Right now, Chad really, really, what I was it? I, I said what my well, most recent was. Well, what um, Jonah asked me this the other day when we were paddling, and I told him, and he kind of looked at me funny. I've been studying Romans eight for about <laughs> three months or longer. Nothing weird about and, that. I mean, obviously other stuff as well, but that's mainly what I've been. And I mean, I do it all the time. I try to figure it out. Uh, you know, try to piece piece together more understanding about it and and contemplate uh deeper questions so i mean i guess that answers <laughs> okay that's interesting though that you can spend three months on a single chapter of I think, a book i think people move on too quick i think okay. I, I think people often uh, they 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 read something for a while they maybe they maybe do look at some other references and 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 study it and then they go okay i get that I just, I, it's hard for me to ever get to that place, and and I think you know one thing that would be bad about that is you're, is you're you never move on, you know you're you're trying to make everything perfect and work everything out perfect in your head, and you don't you can be, get stagnant and stay there for years or the rest of your life. So that's that's probably not a good thing. But yeah, that's just kind of how I am. Um, you know, I think, I think. People are quick to say that they know something before they know it. Mm-hmm. And and they want to say that and then run with it and then go talk about things. And, and you know, what's interesting is most people in their life would say, well, yeah, I thought I knew. I said I knew that a few years ago, but now I think differently about that. And I'm like, well, so you didn't. So you didn't know it then. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and to me, it's like. I've come to the understanding that I'm never going to know really anything for sure, but I, but I think that's just how I work is continually studying, and, and it makes things make more sense to me to do it that way. I don't know. <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm a psycho. No, no. <laughs> Thank you, Chili, for giving us some insight into your... Well, I didn't really, but I he's mean, talking to you and looking at you how he usually does me. So that means he doesn't like what you said, you but he's gonna insight into the depths of your groins. <laughs> well, I didn't really, but um, but I'd have. I mean, I have. Uh, I guess the insight I gave you was I've been studying Romans eight for about three months. I like it. You know, one thing that I love that the Bible says when it says to gird up your loins. I like that too. I like that. Yeah. We need to start using that language a little more. T-shirt. Gird, gird, what, is, what is that? Psalms? Gird your loins. 38? That means you better hike your britches up, son. It's time to go to work. <laughs> That's what that means. 
All right, Krista, I'm really uh, excited about hearing from you on this topic. Uh, yeah. You're a big reader, aren't you? I do like to read, yeah. Yeah. But, I remember that was one of the things you yeah. told me you were looking forward to is having more, more time, time to, to read. read. Yeah, 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 because I, ha- I do enjoy that, but... I feel like I've been so busy over the past, gosh, I don't know how long that I haven't been doing it much. So I'm hoping to reclaim some of that. But as far as studying the Bible, um, in the past, I've gone back and forth doing different things. But um, I do like to, I I think it's easy to um, gravitate toward doing Bible studies and reading books about the Bible, which I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that in and of itself. But I think... Uh, a lot of believers, a lot of Christians will gravitate toward that and they kind of just do that. And I feel like we get farther and farther away, kind of like talking about getting back to the sources earlier. I think we get farther and farther away from the source and Mm -hmm. start to become dependent on other people's commentary, which can be helpful sometimes, but we're not, we find ourselves in a place where we're not actually reading scripture. So I will, um, do Bible studies that other people have written that I try to make sure they're Bible based. Like it's actually using scripture and um, exegeting scripture and the commentary really is focused on scripture. Uh, But every now and then I'll find myself falling into that pattern too, where I'm like, gosh, I haven't really actually been reading the Bible Mm. really as much as I've been reading these commentaries or these doing these Bible studies. So I'll pull myself back toward just pure, just reading the scripture. Um, and so I've done things differently throughout the years. Uh, I've tried to do the, the read the Bible in the year plans. And I think I've done it maybe once or twice completely, but I just struggle with that kind of thing. So, um, cause I, I like to be on a track and not get knocked off of it. Mm-hmm. And when I get knocked off of it, it just throws me for a loop. So those typically haven't worked, um, as well, but I do like to do that. Some, um, Sometimes I'll do topical things like Blake was mentioning. Um, sometimes uh, I'll study a book. So just like like you said with Job, like just read a book through. Um, I don't like the approach of just picking and choosing things and reading things out of context. I know people will be like, just flip open the Bible and, oh, I just landed on this. But reading something out of context like that, um, I don't do that uh, really. But Um, yeah, so just a variety of things throughout the years where I am right now is an interesting place to to be talking about this because I, I have struggled for the past, uh, for for a little while now with just reading the Bible, honestly. And I think people, even, um, Christians get to those places for various reasons where even Christians, even Christians, oh, but dang, (laughs) where there can be different reasons for it, but just struggle reading scripture. And so I've been in a spot and and a spell of that. And so I'm just feel like I'm coming back out of that. Um, and one thing that's been really helpful to me, actually, um, my husband had started a couple years ago, I think it was just sending out, we have a group text with our family, the five of us. And every morning he gets up and he goes to, I don't know, probably Bible Gateway or somewhere like that, and there's a scripture of the day, and he just shoots it out in the group text to everybody in our family and just shoots out a scripture of the day. And it's funny, at first, like, I hated it, (laughs) and I kind of rolled my eyes and was like, I I don't want to, you know. And But then he just kept doing it, and so eventually I started opening up and reading it, and 
it's kind of the thing that kind of got me, kept me connected and, and, and it's kind of getting me back into that place where I feel a longing and a desire, um, to read again and study again. And, um, I think, uh, what I've been doing now lately then is the scripture that he sends, I'll read it and then I'll delve into that. Like I'll read the, the surrounding context. I'll read whatever chapter that is or the book that that is coming from and, and read that scripture and study that scripture and use that kind of as the, the guide for the day. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I've been handling it right now. Um, and then I just recently decided I am going to do a book study, uh, now that I have some reclaimed time, um, where I'm going to study the book of revelation. Uh, there's a lady, Nancy Guthrie, who puts out Bible studies and I'm going to do, she has a new one that just came out on revelation. And so I'm going to do that one, I think. Um, and so that, and then, and then, uh, and I also actually study cause I, um, teach children at our church. So I teach the children in the children's ministry periodically. And so just through the preparing um, lessons for them, that's a good way too. That I think adults, when you're serving and you're giving, <laughs> you can it, it enriches your own life because it um, you have to be preparing and studying these lessons for these kids, and so you have to yeah. be present in that too. And so um, it's not only benefits them, but it benefits you. So that's kept me connected to to scripture as well. Um, so yeah, I feel like I'm I'm, I'm at a crossroads and a little bit of a turning point right now kind of getting back there so mm -hmm. um which is it's been a strange place for me to be in because i've never really experienced that before mm -hmm. um but i i just knew that um being patient and that god would bring me back to where he wanted me to be and and even though i was not um in the same place i was before he like we said about scripture before it doesn't change and he doesn't change so and all of that, you know, I don't have to worry about if there's something going on in me that's changing, you know, he's solid and he's not, he's not leaving. He's not changing. So yep. it's there. <laughs> so that's, that's the of, honest answer. I mean, no, I, that's one of uh, a couple things from that, that really resonate with me is that's one of my, personally, my favorite parts about resurrected, which is what we do for Patreon three Sundays a month. Um, it, Really, like you said, when you are in a role where you have to to bring something to the table uh, to start a discussion with or to to glean something from or to exhort, it forces me to get into Scripture and really look at something and, and think about what can we, what are we supposed to take a, take from this, right? And then to be able to articulate that uh, and present that to a body of believers in a a true manner uh, and in an understandable way. That's a really that that's a gift to have the opportunity. At least for me, I see that as a gift to have the opportunity to to teach mm -hmm. from what I study in Scripture. So that resonates with me, and also the the season. Uh, of not really whatever you want to say, not having that desire to to get in the Bible. It's sometimes a lot of times in those. A lot of times it feels like work mm -hmm. to open the Bible up. I mean, it, that's what made me laugh when you said even Christians, and I thought, no, you mean every Christian, as yeah. a matter of fact, 
has these seasons and I have the same seasons. And, and I think it can be for many different reasons. I think some, some of it for me is it just feels like work and, you know, I'm, I'm, maybe there's nothing, maybe my life is going outstanding and I, and I don't see a need for studying scripture. Right. Um, maybe it is, it has been for me, other things in life are taking precedence. Um, and, and I'm just exhausted and I'm like, Hey, I'm actually, I'm going to read some, I'm going to read some novel from Louis L'Amour tonight until I close my eyes and I don't have to think it's like watching a movie. I don't have to freaking think about it. Um, and so I've experienced all those different reasons for why I've went through these seasons where I'm not getting daily bread. And what's interesting to me is that the times that I personally have came out of those seasons and I did pick scripture back up and begin to read it again, I realized how empty I was during that season, how I thought I was full and busy and fulfilled. And then I'm like, oh man, this is, this is, this is a whole new level of just sustainment and fulfillment. What the crap have I been doing? Uh, I don't beat myself up about it. It's just, again, another testament of to how it fills me up. So a lot of that really resonated with me. Yeah, uh, kind of going on, you know, talking about resurrected, that's a, a good one. And you said uh, that it's like a blessing to be able to have that, but uh, I just want to say for everybody else, if you have a family, if you have kids, if you have a wife, like that's your role. You're in that role to bring something to the table. That's not just because we do resurrected. We we're doing that. If you're, I mean, I would challenge myself. I would challenge Chad and everybody, all of you and everybody listening that like, if you have kids right now, um, Paul Wilder, he has this document. That's the ABC scriptures. And so I'm teaching Blakely uh, the ABC scriptures. So I, I've got to bring something to the table every morning. We go over the ones we've learned. We learn the new one. We talk about what it's about. And so I, you know, I've got to do my homework. I've got to study that and talk to her about what it means. And, and so everybody has that opportunity outside of leading a, a Bible study or a small group or whatever. But personally i i a lot of times i haven't done it in a while but i like to memorize scripture i know chili uh, as krista used earlier poo poo uh you know he poo pooed on memorizing scriptures to a degree and but you know for me a good way it, you know in uh, uh i think it's the first book of or the first chapter of joshua it says uh you should thou shall meditate on the scriptures day and night so that you may do all that is in them. And I memorized that at one point. And like Chili said, if you don't continue to remember it, that's, then, that's then the it thing. goes away. Yeah. But for me, it works It works good to, to try to memorize it short term because you pull out so many, if you meditate on it, which you know means like to mutter back, to think on throughout the day, if you do that, you'll pull so much more out of that one scripture because you'll start to, once you get it recited to memory, you'll start to pull out little words that you will naturally skim over through, you know, just reading it. And so it's it's like uh, really get squeezes every last drop out of if you're studying one thing in general, one scripture in general. And then you can go 
uh, like Krista was talking about with context, you can go look up and see, you know, where, why that happened, you know, why, why is that verse in there? And, and so that, that's one good one that I like to do. And again, the, uh, they do fall away if you don't continue to, to study them, but the, what it means sticks, like what you get from memorizing it and meditating on it, it usually sticks. The lesson in it will stick. And so that works good for me. And like I said earlier, right now I'm reading, uh, all my studying is done in the morning. I don't read again for the rest of the day. I get up and that's the first thing I do is eat oatmeal and drink coffee and read the Bible. But for right now, I'm reading a, another book that is a Christian book, and then I will reference the scriptures and go study them What's more the in depth. What's the book? Uh, somebody actually sent it to you. Oh, you don't even remember what the you book don't, was. Uh, ever Man, you gotta, it's called When Pigs Move In by Don Dickerman. Okay. And, uh, and it's it's about uh like Thank spiritual you, warfare and uh, demon possession and it's kind of interesting. But so that's what I'm doing right now. And in the past, I've liked to memorize scriptures and really meditate on them, like it like the Bible tells us to do, and uh, and showing up for the people that are in your life and realizing that you do have to bring something to the table. To the table, uh, if you're around other Christians, you, like you. Or even not, you're around other people, and everybody's around other people. You need to have those things, those thoughts, those verses that you can talk about. And you even look at Jesus in the desert when he was tempted, it, and he would quote the scripture to the devil. Oh, he knew it all. A- exactly, <laughs> but but I think that's a guide for what we should do too. And if you don't have them recited in memory, what are you going to tote around a a, a Rolodex full of? Uh, you know, Bible verses or trying to thumb through real quick or whatever. So I think it's, uh, at least for me, it's been valuable. So, well, I, I do, I do want to say something about that in terms of memorizing scripture. Look, man, what that, it, what, what, what I get from that is you, you should know by memory, what the Bible says about you as a child of God, right? The, those scriptures that you can memorize, and instead, my my understanding of it, now you, I do memorize the words. I don't ever memorize the book, the yeah. chapter, the verse number. I no. don't ever want to do that. I just, I want to remember the words so that I can remember what the Bible says about me so that that truth can help me in a time of need or to help someone else in a time of need, right? Yeah. Um, so that's why I think knowing what the Bible says, knowing it in terms of memorizing what it actually says, we talk a lot about the power of speaking which, of your tongue, the way the things that you speak, and uh, it really is a tremendous help when you are faced with, uh, with whatever challenge. It, it's a tremendous help when you're faced with tragedy, when you're faced with whatever the difficulty is, if you can remember what God said about you as his child, and you can actually speak that out loud. You can, you can say that. 
Well, not even just what he says about you, but it, it, I mean, whatever sticks out to you in Scripture, it could be a promise of God. It doesn't have to be what he, I mean, that's a good one. Yeah, but well, I'm talking be, about that in one, as one specific yeah. example, right? That that um, Scripture in Joshua, Joshua 1.8, says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, so not your mind, your mouth, but you shall meditate in it, in it day and night, that you may observe to do all that is uh, to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. So that, to me, that's like, I don't know, that's just good, solid verse about how, or doesn't have to be the way, but a way to study and meditate on Scripture to because if it's not departing from your mouth, then, then you know, you're thinking on it, you're, you're kind of reciting it back and, um, I don't know. It's been good for me. I'll share a tangible example of that that I spoke about on Resurrected the other night. Um, so the other night, Brooke came to me and said, I feel like I'm really being attacked right now. Like I feel like, uh, I feel like evil is trying to influence my thoughts right now, my thoughts about myself. And... It was odd for her to say, to, to see it in that way, to see it in that light. Instead of seeing it as like, there's something wrong with me, to see it as, I'm, I feel like I'm being attacked, like something is speaking lies to me about myself, right? And so I sat down with Brooke, and uh, I had a conversation with her, and I said, you know, there's, there's two ways that that we can speak into this the spiritual realm, the fourth dimension, whatever you want to whatever you want to see it as, right? One way is through prayer, where we are actually um, speaking and praying to God the Father, and the other way is we can actually we have because of Christ we have authority to actually command these spiritual hosts of wickedness that will try to influence us as human beings. I, I believe that's the way it works. Um, and so we can, we have authority to speak out against those things. And essentially they have no choice, but to listen. And when you speak against those things, uh, you should have speak in confidence and you should use scripture to speak against those things. Right. And, so I had that conversation with her, and then I went up. Y'all, y'all all think y'all all y'all listen to this probably think I'm freaking crazy, man. I went up to the top of the mountain and I sat in the sauna for a little bit. It was like ten o'clock at night, and I got done, and I'm walking back from the sauna back to my ATV, and I I um I don't know what this was, but I kept thinking that I was seeing things in my peripheral vision, like shapes. Or, or movement in my peripheral, and it freaked me out, dude. I think sauna's too hot. I'm te- it may have been, <laughs> but but I don't think that's what it was. And and it freaked me out, and I got afraid. And one indicator for me that I'm that I'm basically being attacked, if you want to look at it that way, or trying to be influenced, is the feeling of fear. 
that f- bad feeling of fear, not good fear that like saves your life. Like, oh, I better get out of the way of this freaking train that's about to hit me. But like, oh, I'm, I'm afraid here. And um, so then I thought, well, this is what Brooke's dealing with. I feel this overwhelming spirit of fear that just set down on me. And so I actually started speaking scripture out loud against this spirit of fear that I believe was trying to influence me in that moment. And one part that, um, one scripture that I used is in uh, Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, Christ says, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and earth. And I thought, that gave me confidence, knowing that scripture where Christ said, I have all authority in heaven and earth. It's all been given to me, right? And then he goes on to say, um, he goes on to say, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And that scripture, the knowledge of that gave me so much confidence and that's what I spoke out. I said, I'm speaking in the name of Jesus Christ, the one who has been given all authority under heaven and earth, and he is with me right now and will be even until the end of the earth. And I used that knowledge of that scripture to speak out against this thing and bring peace back into my situation. Mm-hmm. So that's a tangible, one tangible example of how I use the memory of Scripture to speak out against these influences. Um, anyways, so, well, all right, guys. I think that was a pretty comprehensive podcast on someone who is, or for someone who is confused about the series of books that we call the Bible. I hope you guys got something out of it. Um, if you did, please share the episode with someone in your life that could also get something out of it. We would really appreciate that. Uh, This is one of my favorite topics to talk about is the Bible. I could probably do a podcast every week just on the Bible. Um, I love it. So we appreciate you tuning in. We love you guys. Talk to you soon. Enough said.